everybody. Guess what? What? It's warm outside. Bruh. Shh. 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 How long is that supposed to last? Oh, come on. 40s, 50s all week. Who's coming? Oh, my God. We got a pause. My boss is calling. Oh, boss. Hey, Jeff. Such a good little employee that you are. Mm-hmm. Are you going to keep it in? <laughs> no, I didn't record anything. Oh, okay. But I love how your boss was like, did you do this? And you're like, it's been done since yesterday, homie. Well, I'm like, damn. <laughs> Someone's going to keep on top of shit. Oh, my God. Um, it's hitting my slip out. Sorry. Uh, you're good. That's what crab tops are for, girl. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Slippage. Slippage. I, I couldn't wear crop tops because my boobs are big and they're droopy. No I mean, bra. That those. I could not wear that. I, <laughs> I could not wear that shirt. <laughs> you're like, uh, that's you're messing with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's a risk. Whew. Um, my girls. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing about mine because, anyways, um, what were we talking about? Oh, the weather, it's beautiful. The weather, yeah. Um, we're so interesting over here at Wayne. Um, yeah, uh, bro, what it was 65 degrees yesterday. I was like, the heels, these. Do you think I stepped outside yesterday? No, I did not. I knew it was nice out. So, I worked all last week, yeah, and my work week ends on a Saturday. Yes. And I was scheduled to work 2 to 10.30 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Joma got home from work at like 7.30, 7.45 Saturday morning. And I fucking, I'm like in the drive and I'm like, bro, it's going to take me like an hour and a half to wind down and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. To then get up like at noon to start getting ready for work 2 to 10.30. No. And then I saw who the fuck I was working with. And I was like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Boss. Not coming in. It wasn't my boss. It was like our new big boss. Oh. And um, she's known for hard nose. Or coming later. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was on Joma's side that day. Bro, she said, okay, thanks. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's interesting. So, you know what? If that anybody means? from work hears this, they're gonna be so mad at me. But go ahead. Why? What does that mean? That means she likes you. She likes your work ethic. I'm about to do one better okay. for you, right? So months and months and months ago, I was at work, mm-hmm. right, or on my way to work, I think, and I looked at the schedule and it was an utter shit show. Mm-hmm. And I called her. And I was like, hey, it's me. And she's like, please tell me that you're not calling out. (laughs) I was like, on the contrary, ma'am, I want to know how I can help you today. Where do you need me? Because between the two campuses, it was a shit show. I was like, I can go to campus B till this time and then come back here because they're all set in the morning. But we struggling over here. She said, you would do that? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I really thought you were trying. And I was like, no, girl, like, I got you, right? So fast forward a few months, I done fucked up, right? I I worked an extremely long shift. It was unexpected, so I didn't rest for it. Mm. And um, I was relabeling tubes, and I mislabeled a tube, and it ran, and the test went through, and it completed, and the tech was like, listen, uh, 
you fucked up and I didn't realize I didn't catch it. Joma, you never fuck up. <sighs> I don't. But when I do, I own up to that shit real quick. Mm-hmm. So that morning I texted my boss, my direct supervisor. And I was like, listen, bro, sleep deprived. My eyeballs were doing a lot of squinty things. Mm-hmm. And I labeled the wrong fucking thing. And yep. he goes, oh, fuck. He's like, all right. I was like, just keep an eye out because she wrote it up. I know that I'm going to, it's a write up. Yeah. Because this is a person's health that could have totally been fucked up. So I was like, well, just, you know, go find it. Just whatever. Just get, he's like, no, I ain't going to go looking for that shit. Like (laughs) if it comes through my desk, then it comes through my desk. So I was like, all right, but (laughs) last week, Mm -hmm. uh, he swings the door open. He's like, happy birthday. Come on in. And I was like, am I in trouble? He goes, yes. Uh-oh. I was like, ah. Shit. It came across your desk. He goes, it did. It did. The report, the safety report. And he goes, now, I would like to say that he looks agitated. Mm-hmm. And I can't for the life of me understand why. Because I never fuck up. Like, this is my first fuck up. Like, why are you so mad at me, right? <laughs> he goes... So big boss comes through and she's asking for the paperwork. I feel so bad for my people at work, but I'm sure this has happened to everybody at least once. And um, I I give her the reports and I say, hey, uh, just so you know, this happened with Joe a few weeks ago. You know, she told me right away. And he goes, I expected her to be just like, you know, well, then write her up. And she goes, is this something she's done before? And he's like, no, like this is never it's never happened before. It's all right. Just get rid of it. <gasps> he goes, you got a fucking mulligan. I was like, oh, oh my God. Yo, he's like, and he's so, and I started laughing and I was like, why are you mad? He goes, I don't understand why she did that. Because you came through. But that was like so many months before this happened. It don't matter. She remembered. That's probably what I'm thinking. But I didn't say that, you know. And and he was just like, she never. This is so out of character. And I, you know me, I want to be like, yo, she got that D. So that's probably what it was. Maybe she's just in a good mood. But that was, <laughs> I don't know. But that shit was, he was so fucking no, pissed. No, no, no. Okay, you do not give yourself service. Because from what you tell me, you run that joint. Like, you take care of everybody. I, I, you do your shit. You go over and beyond, above and beyond what you should be doing. I, I do work hard, but I will admit it's, it's more in like the hours that I pick up. Because listen, if I'm going to work a double for you, I'm not giving you a hundred percent of Nobody my is. effort. Nobody is. You get like 60, right? But I, I think. When he's making the schedule and he puts me on, people are more inclined to work. Yeah. So Colleen called me at at the B campus and he was and she was like, bitch, I was just about to call our boss and just fucking rip him a new one for putting me all on campus B. But then I saw it was you. So it was all good. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I, I told him to move you with me. Oh, see. So and he sees that a lot. Um, Yo, but this Saturday. People that are listening, that's the worth ethic <laughs> you need to emulate. 
I just like to have a good time. I don't want fucking drama. Well, yeah. At work. People, I have this one lady at work. She goes, you know why I love working with you? And I was like, what is that? She goes, I just never know what's going to come out of your mouth. And every time <laughs> it is fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, That's what I love about you. Oh, no. I take on a lot of your terms now, so. Uh-uh. No, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, my God. Lady Balls is, is, is probably the main oh, one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, lady Balls. Come on. Oh, speaking of Lady Balls. Yes. So I called out because I needed a break, right? But <laughs> yeah. But I walked in on Sunday and I worked 5 p.m. to 11. Mm-hmm. And the guy that I was supposed to work with previously the night before was there. And he goes, oh, congratulations for coming in. And I was like, you're welcome that I came in. Yeah. And he goes, why did you not come in yesterday? And I was like, honestly, I didn't want to work with you and the other dickhead. Ooh. And he starts laughing, and I'm not laughing. He goes, wait, what? And I was like, you know, you I can tolerate sometimes, but the other dude, absolutely not. No, misogynist, bigot, racist. Oh, hell no. But in the most passive-aggressive way. Oh, hell no. Like, he went and told me a story about how these two women, like, totally fucked up, but he kept emphasizing that they were women. And then as just, like, an afterthought... They were Hispanic, by the way. Why did you feel the need to fucking say that? Like, why women don't fuck up? I feel like we need that that chick from TikTok that, like... Drew? Yes. I follow? Oh, my God. Need I need her. her in, I need her in my back pocket. They need to make an app. <laughs> I need her in my back pocket. They need to make an app where you can just pull that bitch out and be like, Drew, I follow, or however... I'm sorry if I fucked up her name, but, like, just press that button. It's one of her fucking insults. Yep. Your hairline's receding, bitch. Yeah. Oh my god! What she call them uggos? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love her. <sighs> Keep it keeping the keeping the men, you know, humble. Just kidding. Humble. No, never humble. Absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Absolutely not. I love this. Yo, I don't know what it is, but lately, lately, and when I say lately, maybe in the last like few months or so, I really am realizing the trash that's out there. Oh hell yes! What are you talking about? Oh my about? god! Damn. My eyes just went bing. Yep. I was like, yo. Mm-hmm. You really ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know that they're looking into how women don't need sperm to procreate now? I'm sorry, what? They use our bone marrow. Um, what? And then the greatest part of all sorry? is that we would only give birth to other women. To <laughs> girls. Wait, wait. Yes. What? This, so I found this out on TikTok and the girl's like, this isn't real. And then she's like online Googling this shit. And she goes, Oh my God, they really are making studies about this using your own bone marrow, I believe is what she said. Um, they, they, they do their thing and then baby. Yeah, I'm here for it. Me too, but also like. I think we should just enslave all men. It's like Handmaid's Tale, but opposite. You know what? This fucking whole topic would have gone great with next week's topic. <laughs> We're going to have to revisit this oh, shit. because we actually have shit to talk about, by the way. Yeah, um, where do you want to start? Bro, I think that. Oh, so for our birthdays, I know it wasn't we, we didn't mention either one, I yours know, was, or mine. It was a month ago. Yeah. Uh, so yours was the February 12th and then mine was the 26th. Abe Lincoln's birthday for me. That's insane. I know. What's well, on the calendar? Johnny Cash for me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm an awful friend. What you mean? Yeah. No, I am. Um, <laughs> I didn't do enough for you. So Amanda took me out to get a pedicure, which was I'm about to get real mad right now. Fantastical. 
Yeah, except I did the two carnal mistakes that you don't do when you get a petty. I didn't shave. And it's winter, so those bitches were long. And then I wore skinny jeans. And the poor... The lady's like, said, up oh, for it? And you're like, no! Nah. <laughs> my, my, my calves be popping. The so. thick bitches, yeah. yes, yes. Oh my god, I, fe- I felt so bad. I mean, I, like, I just I felt my pants bad. Off? I really wanted you to. And then go wear a towel or something. I was shit. like, yo, you don't mind if we just snippy, like just snip That's them right That's what I wanted up? to do. I was like, can I break the seam? <laughs> oh, I just wanted you to enjoy the, f- okay, that wax stuff, that shit hurt, right? That burned. Oh, but it was I, a good burn. I know. <laughs> the thing is, I was like, no matter how much this hurts, I will not complain. Because I know it's going to be I, I hate complaining. So so. I was saying this morning, so I went to, du- another story. I'm so sorry, guys. I went to Dunkin' Donuts this morning after I dropped off the kids at school. <laughs> and I asked for two sandwiches, two orders of hash browns, and two cold brews. Came out to $19. Hell, what? And I got to the window, and I was like, is that right? And she understood it as like, oh, that's too much. I was blown away because I was like, that's not enough. Oh, no, that's like, too much. No, I thought that it would be more. Two I was cold like, brews and two hash browns? And two sandwiches. Oh. I was like, you charged me for two of everything, right? She goes, yeah. And I was like, that's it? $19? Oh, okay. She yeah. goes, yeah. So I paid and I drive away and I'm on the phone with Itzy and I'm like, you know, I would be that fucker who instead of just keeping my mouth shut would question if somebody was lowballing me. <laughs> but... If if it was overpriced, like if it was like twenty seven dollars, I wouldn't have said shit. No, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't what say is that? shit. What I, is- I don't want to be a Karen, you know. <laughs> but I became a Karen because I feel like you didn't charge me enough. <laughs> You're like, fine. You want more? I'm backwards. I'm backwards. That makes no sense. Oh, oh god. god. Ugh, so stupid. Reverse Anyways, Karen. um, so we from. Our birthday, my birthday, however you want to fucking phrase it. We did the pedicure thing, and then I dragged you all over fucking New Hampshire. That was nice. <laughs> we we went to Medusa. Yeah. I got a new hole poked in my face. Yeah. Uh, I got new jewelry, and then we went to the bookstore, which I know that, I know what that would do to you. But I really just find it so comforting going there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what did we pick up? I picked up Anatomy. Oh, that one's in my book bag. Um, yeah, but I ha- I picked it up too because we don't usually read the same shit, though. Right. So what drew me into that particular book was the cover. Absolutely. 100%. Well, yeah, because it's an anatomical heart. Yeah, but it's a girl in a dress. Yeah, illusion. Yes. So do it's you... anatomy a love story. I hate how they add the Reese Witherspoon book club like in the title. I don't like that. So this one is like a gothic mystery romance about a female surgeon, a resurrection man who sells bodies for a living, and the buried secrets they must uncover together in Edinburgh, eighteen sixty seven. 1817, sorry. What the hell? Where did you read 67? I, I just made shit up, I guess. So I, it just looked interesting. Yeah. And like the synopsis was really interesting. So I was like, all right, I'm taking it home. Now you picked up a few other things, right? I did. So kind of in the same vein, I did uh, Stalking Jack the Ripper. Okay. By Carrie Maniscalco. 
And it's like a, they call it a James Patterson Presents book, which he does a lot of YA. And basically, it's just his name on it. Like, mm. I think they honestly use it just to sell it. I doubt that This he, guy has no rights to his name. Okay. They just slap it on anything. Basically. And I, it says, like, he co-wrote it. And I'm like, I bet you he didn't write a goddamn thing. He, like, um, fixed a sentence. And it's basically, like, um, there's a 17-year-old girl named Audrey, and um, she was born wealthy, but <laughs> between the social... <laughs> Sorry, the social like events and all that. She um, leads a forbidden secret life. She slips away to her uncle's laboratory to study the gruesome practice of forensic medicine. Um, and when her work on a string of savagely killed corpses drags her into the investigation of a serial murderer, i.e. Jack the Ripper, her search for answers brings her close to her own sheltered world. So it was basically like a girl on kind of falling in love with, becoming obsessed with, Catching, 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 capturing. Jack, mm-hmm. I can't talk today. Jack the Ripper. Okay. And I was like, okay, all right. Were those the only ones that you picked up? Oh, I picked up because I know you left there with four. I picked up two Chuck Palahniuk's. Yes, I which is the bitch. author of Fight Club. Now, right next to Mister Palahniuk or whatever the fuck, Palahniuk. we found this the bitch. oddest. <laughs> I don't even know what it was that pulled me in. Was it this one? I think it was that one. And so I'd seen, you see the font with the author's name? I was like, yo. I have to say this. Okay, so the author's Christopher Moore. And this bitch is like, Christopher Moore, Christopher Moore. Like, where the fuck have I heard this? And I could see her scrolling through her shit on her phone. And all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> this bitch goes, Sacre <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? She goes, that's the name of the book. And I was like, bro, I thought that was just an expression. <laughs> like, like I was exclaiming. Sacre bleu. I was so confused. <laughs> oh, my God. I really lost my shit. I really <laughs> did it loudly, too. You did. I was like, sacre bleu. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Which doesn't even... It's not even an exclamation in French. It's like sacred blue. Like what? I don't know. Um, that's a good book. Though. That was a good one. So, um, we went down a small rabbit hole. He had like the smallest of corners there, mm. right? But Christopher Moore has very interesting, um, book covers. The one that pulled me in was a dirty job, and it's literally a baby grim reaper in a stroller. Yeah. There's like little skeletons everywhere and it's being pushed by a man. This book cover glows in the dark, which I found out the other night. And I was just like, what is that glowing from my books? And then all I see is Christopher Moore. And I was like, wait a second. So I held it up to the light to activate it some more. And I was like, even the baby glows. This is wonderful. Title <laughs> right there. Even the baby glows. Me, dude. Can you write that down for me? <laughs> so, um, I'll give you the quick read about this. I bought three other books by this man. Um, the next one's called You Suck, and then the other one is called Lamb, The Gospel According to Biff, Christ's Childhood Pal. Um, so just to give you a quick <laughs> that one sounded crazy. The Biff one, the yeah. one by Biff, I can't wait. So it says, Charlie Asher is a pretty normal guy with a normal life, married to a bright and pretty woman who actually loves him for his normalcy. They're they're even 
about to have their first child. Yes, Charlie's doing okay. Until people start dropping dead around him and everywhere he goes, a dark presence whispers to him from under the streets. Charlie Asher, it seems, has been recruited for a new position as death. It's a dirty job, but hey, someone's got to do it. And the great, wonderful thing about Christopher Moore is that he writes like, um, oh God, what is it? David Wong? Yeah, yeah. John dies at the end. It's yeah. that weird, quirky sarcasm humor. Yes. And and it's just Have you read it yet? I no, oh. because I'm so scared that I'm gonna dive in and and then I'm gonna hyper focus. Yeah. And I got three of these motherfuckers. Yeah, I know you do. So um You suck is the next or another one. It's. I think this is the one that he's like really known for. This one and Lamb, but Lamb, like, oh my god, the Jesus one. Yo, it's literally. I. I can't even begin to explain how much of a weirdo this guy is, and I just know that this is going to be such a fun read. Yeah. What was that? What was what? <laughs> is there a picture? <laughs> Watch, Joey. You come on. You can't just laugh. Part two, change. Jesus was a good guy. He didn't deserve this shit. <laughs> the gospel according to Christopher Moore. Oh, God. The fact that Christ had a fucking childhood friend named Biff is really what's what's. I wonder if it was me. Biff from Back to the Future. Like, he went back, back, <laughs> back, back in time. Oh, God. I just, I can't. I, okay, we have a lot to get through, so put your books away. Um, all right, let's. We need to. We need to. Um, what? What is the uh... right there? Oh. Ah! Okay. Uh, can we talk about Euphoria real quick? No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you haven't watched it, you fucking should. What? Stop! What? God is a comedian playing to an audience that is afraid to laugh. Voltaire. Can you put them away? Yeah, it's away. Um, Euphoria. 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 Season two. So, was it, was it you that I said it's either going to be Lexi who gets hurt yep. or Ash? I saw this clip of an interview between um, Angus and Javon, or Juana, which is what they call him. Um, and Juana was like, I think it was like the day before they filmed that scene, they changed the whole script because originally Angus was supposed to die. <gasps> mm-hmm. Fast. Yeah. And then Wana was like, we don't really know if Ash is dead because we didn't see a body. He's not wrong. No, but. They could, but that was one lonely ass fucking red dot. Like they could have just like shoulder hit. Well, now, oh, see, I thought it was a for sure. I think I'm just trying to be, I know I'm being weird. I think you're trying to, like, prove yourself uh, wrong. I think I'm trying to, I think I'm trying to, I don't want him to be Me dead, neither. man. I just don't. He is such a good actor, and he's, what, you, like, 15? Yeah. Some shit? Yeah. He was so good. I know. And him and Fez? And the thing is, is, like, I feel like it could get to that point where, <clears throat> if Fez gets incarcerated and and Ash gets out, he can be a major 
major fucking part of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. I would I would love for him so, to be. I also think that this series is limited. Like I don't yeah. I don't see it going too too far. No, like if yeah. it goes beyond four seasons, I think that's too much. Yes, I would agree because then it's almost like they. I feel like they'd be pulling at yeah, pulling something like stretching it because. Too far. If we're all being honest, we're here because we want to see where Rue ends up. Her group of friends have their drama, and let me tell you, it's spicy. Mm. It's mm. good drama, mm. but that alone isn't going to sustain this series. No. And um, a big part of Rue's story is Fez and Ash. I know. <laughs> so I'm just hoping... I cannot believe that he Angus, that's his name, yeah. who plays Fez, is only, you said, 23? That motherfucker, like, and he was discovered walking around in New York. Yeah, like, remember? Were you the one that sent me a TikTok of him fucking waiting tables? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So when we said, <clears throat> "Oh, I feel like that's him in real life," it's because it is. Yeah, it's because it is. I just like I feel like my whole life b- before with everything it was just wasted as a teen. Like I did nothing as a teenager. Yeah, but the thing. What, wait, what? In what regard do you mean that? Like, these guys have huge talent. Yes, but a lot of actors are also discovered later in life, so we still have time. I know. God damn it. Watch me get discovered at, like, 87. (laughs) Yes! You'd be the tattooed, ornery old grandma. Fucking love it. In that weird, like, Jackass 20 movie, probably. (laughs) No, you'd be the creepy old lady in the horror Fuck movie. Fuck off. No, I would not. I wouldn't take that part. Oh, no. You'd be the, like, the neighbor that knows everything and is, like, y'all, like, the weirdo, smoking, like, the weirdo clairvoyant over there. Stay away from that house. Oh, my yeah. God. Ugh. No, but, um, I was wicked bummed out. Um, that, I tried to get, um, Daniela to watch it. And I don't think she likes it. Prove me wrong, Daniela, if you're listening. I think Cause, cause that... Because I asked her, she said she started watching it, and then <clears throat> her freaking brother-in-laws chimed in, and we're like, yo, this show is fucked up. And I was like, yeah, but it's beautiful. Yeah, but I a lot of people have... Ish- so it's like 13 reasons why like some people just can't watch it. I know, but... Some people just can't. I want y'all to appreciate it. I know beauty. it is. It's very, it's very gorgeous. I also don't want to just focus on the whole tragedy that is Ash and Fez. Um, can we talk about Lexi's magnificent play? I love Lexi. 100%. That bitch. That is. That play was gorgeous. Main character energy right there. Oh, hell yeah. I was like, where? Yo, you really were pulling all the fucking punches. Yes. <laughs> that fucking football locker room musical scene. I'm a hero. <laughs> <laughs> the face First of all. The face. So I watched. I watched that last episode with. Uh, I was here with Kata, and Kata's not sat down to watch it, but oh, she's. No. But she's heard all about it from her mom and her stepdad because they watch it. So she watched that last episode with me, and. Um, Girl, I could not stop laughing. I, for a second, yeah, really believed that Cassie was going to turn into a dragon. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I really thought 
she was so angry. I was like, yo, she's about to pull a Maleficent. She's going to turn into a dragon any second. I mean, it's HBO. Weirder things have happened. I was like, it's going to happen. There's no... And when her mom was like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, no, this is bad. This is so bad. I thought she was going to do way worse than she did. I thought she was going to start ripping hair, tossing people off that stage, like... The most magnificent moment out of Cassie's whole involvement on that last episode was when she saw the actor self of her masturbating on the fucking horse and she (laughs) she lost it i was dying oh that whole that whole like um summation like the last yeah the last half of that oh my of that play was just genius first of all where were the fucking teachers like who approved this shit because let's be honest that's a great question it's art but the thing is the thing is is like even like (laughs) this is why i i i get mad sometimes at high school movies and shows because we all know that there's always been a strict dress code yeah. yeah And everything that you do must be approved by teachers, Mm -hmm. whether it's your valedictorian speech or a fucking play. Mm -hmm. So who's not supervising these kids? Like, why is Maddie walking into school dressed like a stripper and no one is saying anything? It's Euphoria High School. There are no rules. (laughs) But notice how everybody is dressed like us and she's the only one in like high heels. Cassie at the end, though, when she was like her and Jacob were out, you know. Oh, because she was trying to be like Maddie. No one gives a Imitation shit. Imitation is a well, form. Well, even Jules wore some low-cut things, and I was like, that shit won't pass. No, it just, like, there was this one episode where Cassie and Maddie both came in with, like, a top that yeah. was just clipped right here at the boobage. I was like, no. Yeah. That would never be allowed. But everything can happen. We got sent to school. the office if the girls' thongs were hanging out of their pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, if the spaghetti straps were 2.5 inches, not 3. Oh, girl, don't even, <sighs> Yeah, we couldn't. <laughs> did I tell you? I, I can see your shoulders. Yeah, like fuck off. Stop sexualizing my fucking shoulders. The whole like fingertip to skirt ratio. Not that I wore skirts, but Girl, I went to an agricultural school. We were not wearing skirts. Yeah, well, we were wearing dungarees. You were at the cool school, so shush. No, we were not at the cool school. It was cool in my eyes. Goddamn it. Uh, it was the best school ever. Right. But anyways, <clears throat> that let, shit was nuts. Let me tell my things. So like you, yes. so that you can go off on your thing. <sighs> All right. Okay. So. Our mutual friend Jonathan, shout out boy, turned me on to a show called Heels. Stephen Amell, right? Stephen Amell. And I was like, okay, all right. And he did say it's about wrestling, so I looked it up, and it's on stars. Who else is in that? And I looked, and it, cause he, he gave me like the, like a brief description <clears throat> that it's him and uh, Stephen Amell and, um, uh, like him and a brother, like his character and a brother are wrestlers, drama ensues. So I looked it up and the dude who plays his brother is Alexander Ludwig, who's looks like a fucking he looks like a scars guard, but he's not a scars. Guard. He was in the last um, bad boys. Yes, he, he was also. Yes, he was. He was also in the Hunger Games. He was. And yeah, he was Cato. And he was in, he was in Vikings. Vikings. He was also on, um, when he was a child, he was on Race to Witch Mountain with The Rock. No? You didn't see that one? And um, he was on something else that I forget when he was a kid. But anyway, so he's been around. He's a good looking man. And, yo, he's beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I saw his and I, his name, and I was like, "Yo, I'm watching the shit out of this." So I go on Stars, and basically the premise is, it's Georgia, right? So everybody has a nice, beautiful Southern accent, right? Yeah. Stephen Amell did a great job. That's so weird. He's Canadian. Hey. But he did it so well. Mm. Anyway, so Stephen Amell is Jack Spade, and his brother is Ace Spade. Um, and their father, Tom Spade, had recently died a year before of, he unalived himself, and his dad owned a wrestling league in Duffy, Georgia, called the Duffy Wrestling League, and he basically, like, it's in an empty warehouse, he, they basically, like, build it up themselves. Okay. Um, and because he, their dad passed away, Jack is now at the helm of this wrestling business, right? Okay. And, but, Jack is also... A wrestler and he's called the heel which is the villain in wrestling is the heel and you also have the face which is the good guy and his brother ace was always a face okay that rhymed i didn't like the ace was the face yeah um so but what happens is like it's 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 mostly about the dynamics of how okay. wrestling basically is a business but it's mm-hmm. also a story have you never been into like WWE? I've never been into it, but it's funny because I think I mentioned I may have mentioned this a while ago on A and E Network a while back did um documentaries on all of the like top guys in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So Rock had his own. I think Rock had his own. Steve Austin had his own. Like documentary. love that motherfucker. Mick Foley had his own. Um, the Undertaker. Like so, all the big guys. They had wrestling docs, and I watched those. So I was like, Yo, this is actually pretty interesting. And then they also have another show called The Dark Side of the Ring, which I've seen a little bit of that, too. And I was like, this is actually more interesting than what's shown on screen because you see what goes into it. Oh, yeah. And it's anyway, the show's amazing. And it's basically what hooked me was that there's a lot of improv involved with wrestling. Yes. And Ace is kind of like the new up and comer. Right. He's, you know. He's getting big. So this previous wrestler who is like, we'll say he's like Steve Austin type size. Like he's a big wrestler. People mm-hmm. know his name. His name is Wild Bill. He's played by Chris Bauer. He was on True Blood. And I was like, yo, fuck. I love this guy. Chris Bauer. Um, True Blood. He was. You're going to kill me. Um, What was. Uh, oh, she was. <laughs> remember the, the vet. The vet. Oh my god, I haven't seen True Blood in fucking forever. I don't remember. Uh, here's a picture of him. Oh, yeah. he was the cop. That's Andy. Yes, That's Andy. Andy. Yes, thank Yay. you. Oh my god. That's was, Andy. Um, so he's Wild Bill. He's so funny. He's Wild Bill. Uh, he is so fucking funny, but he's like, hey, I'm gonna recruit you, bring you up to the National League. Like, Big, big stars in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And Jack sees that and he's like, I'm going to humble this bitch. Oh. So instead of Ace getting the like the belt in that match and winning, he basically fucks it up. There's a lot of betrayal in wrestling. Yes. But it's his brother. So, I, oh. but what's funny is that, well, not what's funny, but so he ends up, you know, taking him out and Ace punches Jack out, like for real. And Jack leaves and Ace at that moment is like, yo, this, my shot's done. And so he starts crying. And of course, the crowd and wrestling, they aren't very nice. 
They start throwing tissues at him, calling him crybaby. It's all over the internet. Like, him crying, it becomes a meme. Destroyed his whole fucking reputation. So that's how it starts. And then it just snowballs from there. Lots of things. But what I love about this, and Jonathan agrees, is that it's a very, like, calm show. It's very, and I'm going to use this word a lot, authentic as fuck. Like, it's, it just feels very genuine. It's very down home country country cooking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what it is too. Um, Stephen Amell is very familiar with wrestling. He's yeah. been in the ring at WWE a couple times already. Yeah. Um. So I'm not surprised that he, they're so good. It's probably like who created the show? No one I know of. Is it a wrestler or someone in the business? You know what? That's funny. I didn't even think to look. He, um, I will say though that what I love most is that it's not all about Jack and Ace. Yeah. It's, there's like, for instance, Ace's valet, which is like the, their side chick chicks. Their side chicks. Their sidekick chicks. The hell was that? You get me, lady. Oh my God. I thought I was like, someone breaking in. She threw a package. Um, I'm just quickly looking at who... Oh, Peter Seagal. No idea who that is. But what's interesting is that it's executive produced by Michael Malley, and he the dude's been around um, for a while. So... I I like sitting there, because Javi's a huge wrestling fan, especially uh, Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah. Um... I think my favorite wrestler, and honestly, it's because he's a straight-up fucking asshole, is CM Punk. Always has been. Um, But it's something that I also grew up watching. And I know that it's all fake. Doesn't but, mean it's not fun. But it's... it's. I mean, these guys are stuntmen. Mm-hmm. And the storylines, like the betrayal sometimes. Yeah. like, And it's so... There's really this thing about watching, like, I remember when The Miz came on. I remember The Miz from the fucking real world. <laughs> when he was yeah. like, just Mike, goofy fucking world. Mike, and he's like, I want to be a wrestler. That's my dream. I already know my name. And I was like, this kid is so full of shit. Ate my goddamn it. words. I yep. was like, oh my God. There he is. The fucking Miz. Yep. So... But there's something about watching a newcomer come in as a face and just rise yeah. and rise. And you're just sitting there like, yo, any minute now, they are going to smack this motherfucker down and mm-hmm. he's going to become the villain of this fucking show. Yeah. That's what I love. That's, Heels does that to a T. And then there's there's some dudes like Randy Orton and Undertaker who are just... Perfect. Yes. In every way. Yeah. But but that's see that's what's great about this is that it's also it is about that like the storyline the storyline story but also kind of keeping personal life and that separate. It's and, difficult. Yeah, and the relationships between everybody because as I was saying, the valet um, Crystal, she's Ace's valet, but she like is obsessed with wrestling. Like she's in love with the Duffy, the DWL is what they're called. She loves wrestling and she's very athletic, but they always. They never give her a chance. Mm. She, like, wants to show what she can do, but they're always like, no, you need to go get dressed up. The locker room's for wrestlers. You can't be in here. Go get yourself pretty. Oh, and get she's going to come back. She's going to show them. Oh, she did. But yeah. I was like, 
you're rooting for her the whole time. And I was just, you know, it's so, it's not just about Stephen Amell or his brother. There's other relationships, there's other people. Dynamic. Yes. And there's so much nuance here that I'm just, I love it. And it just came out last year. So there's eight episodes right now on Star. For the one season? For the one season. I'm super excited for whenever season two comes out. If it comes out, I'm obsessed with this You're show. You're here with it. I 100% love it. If for nothing else, accents. Alexander Ludwig's butt. Um, what the hell? Yeah. Oh, because he's it's wearing stars. The, yeah. Well, no, he gets naked. He does oh. his little uh uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Amell, you see his butt once, but that's it. Um, I can't, I can't, I can no longer see Stephen Amell like in whatever acting role he does because no, no. to me, he's just Stephen no, no. Amell. No, no. No, no. This time, there's no Stephen Amell. There's only Jack Spade. I don't know. Because even in that movie that he did with Robbie. No. No. I was like, that's Stephen. No. no. It's ruined for me. I got too familiarized and now it's just. funny? I, I never this. realized how there small of a man. <laughs> he's not small, but Alexander Ludwig makes him look small. Because oh, that, that motherfucker is, is huge. Yeah. I looked it up. I was like, he how made, tall is he? When he was in uh, The Last Bad Boys, like him standing next to Will Smith, and I know Will Smith isn't like a big dude, but... Yeah, he makes Stephen Mill look like he's four feet. It's so cute. <laughs> and Stephen is like six feet tall. Yep. Six one. How, how tall is Alexander? Six two. Which doesn't sound like that much bigger, but... Unless IMDb has it wrong, he could be like six four. <laughs> he's just I so believe tall. It. Is it because maybe he's like husky? He's oh, a big boy. He's a thick boy. He is. And he's, oh my God, I just love this whole show. Oh my God. I, I really love it. I'm like. Are you surprised? Yes. Really? Yes. I never, well, because you know. It's I wrestling. Because it's wrestling. I, I made the um, terrible joke to jo- to Jonathan. I was like, oh, I just want, this is going to make me look like so, like such a bad person. But <laughs> Why? I was like, yo, what you watching? Just a bunch of gay men running around in tights. Um, I didn't mean. I didn't mean. I, was I just know. To make I joke. know. It came out. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? I didn't mean it. Just um, a bunch of men. I mean, they still make that joke, even in high school know, when they're in the wrestling team. Just a bunch of boys just running around. I was necks. ignorant, ignorant as fuck. But now I've been. You're schooled. forgiven. Listen, there are more ignorant people out there. Okay. I know. Go watch You're heels. Allowed. Please, 10 out of 10. There's nothing wrong with it. Nice. You want to know what else there's nothing wrong with? The Batman. Oh, my God. Listen, I am not going to sit here and give you any type of spoiler. I ain't going to say shit. Good, because I don't want them. Other than the fighting scenes. Aces. <laughs> She's oh. speechless, people. Now, to be fair, we are talking about the Batman. Or was it just Batman? The Batman. Came out this year, 2022. March 4th. Robert Pattinson. Yes. Zoe Kravitz. Yes. Colin Farrell. Colin. I was going to say Chris. I'm like, that's wrong. Yes. Bro, I I did everything in my physical power to see Colin Farrell. I couldn't. I know. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. There was one instance. I was like, ah, I see it. No, I lost it. 
I lost it. That it looks nothing like him. And I so I was watching Hot Ones the other day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he was on it. And he was like, you know, I really thought that it was going to hinder me as an actor to have all this shit on. And he goes, but when I tell you that it was the most liberating fucking thing, of course it is. Because on Halloween, when you dress up and nobody can see who you are, you'll be acting a fool. And you're like, this is it. This is life. And then tomorrow (laughs) you're back to work. But it's like, (laughs) you know, but it was... So fucking glorious. I said it from day one. I said it that Robert Pattinson was going to do this role justice out of Javi's fucking mouth. This was better than Christian Bale. Out of Javi's mouth. It has a very noir feel. I love that. Right? So... Javi did say, I, there's a lot of dialogue. A lot of dialogue. It's three hours long. Of course, there's a lot Good of dialogue. Good God. The fighting reminds me of like when I'm playing Arkham. Mm. It's just like that. Mm-hmm. They do this sick ass thing with the <laughs> shadows oh. and the darkness where you only see. <gasps> I can't even describe it. So there's this scene where they're like in this. It's like a corridor, alleyway type of thing. I don't even remember. And it's pitch black. And the only thing going off is machine guns. So all you see are the flashes of the machine guns. And Bats is just wailing on all these motherfuckers. His suit is bulletproof. He has full range of motion for his head. Yes, yes. Um, He is fast as fuck. Mm -hmm. Strong as fuck. My favorite. My favorite. They leave the makeup on. Yes. But they show how fucked up he gets after every fight. Like, he's mm. literally walking around wincing. Not like, oh, like, it's fine. I just did it. Yeah. No. Like, I, you didn't just get jumped by seven dudes. Like, yeah. he's walking around like he's hurting. Right? This version of Batman is very dark and very angry. Oh, I love it. This is not. That's what I'm here for. Oh my God. I, so Javi was like, you know, it's weird because he's really into like the policing and the detective stuff. And that's not really Batman's thing. And at first I agreed, but I took the night and I took the day and I thought about it. This is Batman year two. He's still learning. Mm, Yeah. Because there's, there is a scene, right? And Javi made fun of him for this because he gets to the edge of this very top, you know the, the the that part in the trailer where he like squirrel shoots off the building. Yeah. So he gets to that ledge and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And Javi's like, "What the fuck? What you mean, oh fuck? <laughs> what are you hesitating for? Hello, this is year two. Yeah. He's only been doing this for a minute. Yeah. So of course, he, squ- he squirrel suits. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I I've never heard I didn't that. Know how else to say it? He whips out the wings. Well, it's it was more like his cape vacuum sealed to himself. Oh. And then he just went <laughs> He just went. I guess yeah, that is a flying yeah. squirrel. Um Yeah, he Sorry. Like, squirrel suited. So it. in other words, you have lots to say. You have oh, many, man. many pros, I, not a lot of cons. So do we know who you know who the villain is, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that we're all aware yeah. because of the trailer. Yep. So we know that it's um Edward, well, Edward Nigma, but yep. that's not what his name is in the thing. It's Edward, just yep. not. 
I think Edward Nigma is a name that he gave himself. Yeah. So. I forget who plays him. Oh, did you ever watch? You watch Prisoners? Yes, you did. With Jake Gyllenhaal and Jack, oh, Hugh Jackman. Yes, I'm sorry. It's it's the kidnapper from that movie. The, oh yes, yes, yes that it dude. is. Yeah, yeah. So, I like him. Well, spit it out. Uh, okay, so yeah. like I've always known the Riddler to be a little crazy. Not Joker crazy, but but like jokey, jokey. Yeah. This was pure insanity. Really? This was on a terrorist level of insanity. Like, I really was fucking scared. That's saying a lot. Like, I was... Because my whole thing is, if this is the Riddler, what's Joker going to look like? Oh, fuck. Bad. Bad. In a good way. I... Really? So, really? Amanda, I feared. Yeah? Yo, I was... What was Penguin's involvement? Was it? Was he just oh, running the so, he, so, he... Uh, you know how there's, like, Falcone? Yeah. And, oh, who's the other big thug? Starts with a C. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a... Anyway, continue. So, there's the two big mafias. Yeah. In Gotham. Mm-hmm. Penguin was basically in the middle of all that. Oh, okay. So, um... Because I was like, he... I know, obviously, like, Riddler is the villain, so it can't be him. No. Um, one thing that... Falcone. Who, I love that actor, by the way. Yeah. Who? Who's, who's the other... Let me see. There's there's a Falcone. Who I love John Turturro, by the way. Mm-hmm. Who played Falcone. Mm-hmm. Fucking love him. I think the other one is just mentioned. I don't think that um like any significant. Yes. Cause I think Sorry. the other mobster is actually in Arkham mm. or dead. I can't remember. Um, the Carver twins, they were just, um, bouncers. Nothing big there. Really? Yeah, they were just bouncers. That's sad. They were just lackeys. I love them. Um, yeah, it's not in here. This sounds like, it's so my cup of tea, and I'm sorry I could not go with you, but. No, it's fine. I completely understood why. Girl was sick. She was, she was amazing too, Zoe Kravitz. It's just, I honestly just didn't even give a shit. So, um, as we all know, the story of Batman always begins with Martha and Tom Mm -hmm. were mugged and killed. What this movie did was give that origin story a background. Oh. It's giving it something. I was going to ask you how it, like played it out because we are we are all so familiar with his origin and the bad but are we are we i mean i guess because not. all we know about bruce wayne is that his parents were mugged and killed when he was a young boy by some rando mm-hmm. right and we can speculate who it was and then because of that he became who he is right right 
That's why I'm wondering where the Batman this, is going to make it something new. This gives it context. It is just so. It's so much more than what we've seen. I don't know why the words tangible and sustainable are coming up to mind. I don't know why. But it is just something that. Please don't spoil it because I really want to. I'm it. not gonna. <laughs> She's struggling, I, I, people. I, I am because I want to. It gives Martha and Tom a background. Good. Okay. Right? It's it's More not than we've seen because because as of right now they were just great parents who were doing good and and good people that just happened to die and it it takes this movie takes that moment and just fucking elevates it. Okay, I good. don't know how else to explain it. Yeah, it just it's now level nine thousand and where the fuck are we gonna go from here? Oh shit. I'm liking this. I mean, I already know it's gonna, it was going to be amazing, but hearing the confirmations even better. Bro, it was absolute perfection. Yeah. Robert so Pattinson like 11 out of 10? <laughs> did an amazing fucking job like I know he would. Yeah. He's talented. He was made for this role. He was just so fucking angry the whole time. I love it. And this movie was so fucking dark. I love it. And so noir. I love it. <laughs> and the detective work. <gasps> The way that these people were murdered right, and how they were hot. found. I'm getting hot. <laughs> the fighting. How is Andy Circus as Alfred? I mean, I love that bitch. Bro, but <laughs> he gave Alfred an edge. Ooh. Like, this uh, man's from Birmingham, all right? Oh. Not like that, but like he should no. be. Because cause up, until to, up until this one, Alfred was just a very posh man. Andy Circus. Yeah. Could probably kill a motherfucker. I like that. And I also, I was like, oh shit. You're, you've done dirty things before. And not in oh, the I'm sexy way. This. I'm here for this. Like, I'm kind of, I, I don't know if I'm more afraid of, of the Batman or Alfred. They kind of touched on like his past in Gotham a little bit. Who's that? Alfred's? Alfred's. Like, he, they made him a little bit more like able to do things. <laughs> yes. But I... so it's strange, right? Because it takes place in current times, mm -hmm. but the technology that Bruce is using it almost looks outdated, like very analog. But he has these nifty little contacts that are recording devices at the Ooh. same time. Yes, so I was like, oh, but like the equipment that he's using, it's just very old timey. I like this. I like everything and you're saying to me. Wayne Manor is very much like almost like a cathedral. Oh, shut up. Stop. <laughs> you need to stop talking because I'm about to run to the theaters. Fuck work. I think that you should. It's got this very like dark. It's all blacks and browns. Let me give it real quick. <laughs> and blacks and browns and just like this very almost like you know when you stain paper with coffee? Mm. Like that. Mm. I don't know why it, that's like vintage. Yes, <laughs> it's got a very vintagey feel. I love this. It does. That's what I that's what I gathered from the trailers, but I was like, you know they always show you like, you know, the cool scenes or whatever. Yeah, and so yeah. I was I was like, please. Oh, please, and that please. wasn't all either. <laughs> like, the trailer gave nothing away. I know, but that's what it should be about. I know. Don't give me shit. I know. So just keep in mind, when you're watching, this is year two. We're a new Batsies. Yes. Okay? 
and (laughs) just stop talking. That's all you need to know, people. That whole scene on the highway with Penguin. (sighs) If you could say, if you could wrap up the Batman in one word. Vengeance. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Clip it. I... Uh, <laughs> that's all that I it's a whole orgasm that whole, and it's a slow one but it builds and it's so good so it's the three hours goes by bro I didn't hate any of that oh my god I didn't hate any Javi said better than Christian Bale that's heavy that's a heavy statement because those are my I know faves I know because I always thought they were the dark and broody types I think that the opening scene to all of this, you're going to wet your underwear. I already have. Okay. Um, Do you think they're going to make more? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 They have to. Okay. They can't stop here. Okay. It's so violent. (laughs) There were children there. I was like, oh, no. Is this rated R? I should be. There's total fucks in there. Although I, I shouldn't even say that because, you know, we brought kids to see it. So that was rated R. I, oh, and I have to say, like, I know that he's like super angry and broody, but he does have his funny moments. Oh, Robert Pattinson? Yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> I was like, hey, I see you. Okay, so some humor that you see that yeah, makes it. it may, there's this whole thing with him and, um, uh, Selena Kyle and she's trying to be like vulnerable and open or whatever and she's like you don't even care about me she's having this total like pick me moment yeah. and he goes look at me and there's like this super intense moment and you're like oh my god where is this going and he goes looks good <laughs> oh, it's like you did that on purpose I love this I love it's this. so good I honestly, like, I could do without the fucking romance. Mm. I really could have. Um, they were like, oh, but we need to do something for the women. But they didn't press on it Good. too much. Good. Um, there I mean, it's was, always understated. Like, it's always been a thing. It's there, yeah. But um, there is... Um, I. Uh, so something happens in there, and Javi was like, oh, where that person's headed is where this other character ends up after such and such events. So I feel like they are, they're stacking it right now. Oh shit. I think they, that we're going to get, we're going to get more. Yay. I'm what, so like excited. Three years from now? No, because remember that th- the only reason why this is coming out now is because it was pushed back because of COVID. I know. So they might be already. Come on, our pats, let's go. All right. That's it. <sighs> so we're done. Good. Go watch Shields. Go watch Batman. Go watch Euphoria. That's it. Just do it. Just do it. Oh my god. No. Shalaba? Yes, I understand. Okay. <laughs>